Nice to have you back with us today, Steve. Thank you so much, Gary. Great to be here. Uh, I, a few things that have happened. Steve is one of the chief attorneys in the United States representing whistleblowers and a whistleblowers foundation and has a program following mine in, the, in about uh, eight minutes. But here's what's important. Let me give you the broad overview. Of the For decades, the FDA has attacked virtually everything that is done in a positive way with natural healing. It has supported the quack busters, it, uh, and they in turn are supported by Wikipedia and, and Google. And so if you're, a, if you're Joanne Whitaker, if you're Mike Adams, if you're anyone doing good work as a holistic uh, physician, if you're doing good work and healing, they're going to attack you. And because they've used the same modus operandi for decades, and never does the media stop like the New York Times, which used the quackbusters as their so-called experts, and it in case after case, case after case, adjudicated the quackbusters not only lose, but in the actual court documents, they're shown to be not expert. You know, they have no expertise in the health at issue at all. And then you look at their financing. You look at the, their, their just mouthpieces for the pharmaceutical industry. So what you have is you have an enormous pharmaceutical industry, the most powerful industry in America. And they control the medical journals, the curriculum in medical schools. They control accreditation. They control the AMA. They, in turn, control uh, the state medical boards. So you don't practice their medicine, you're in trouble. If you cure a patient but not using their techniques, you're in trouble. You bring out anything that actually works, and if it's not uh, controlled by a patent, you're in trouble. And the FDA has always been the attack dog. Well, now the, uh, the FDA has taken on the rules of determining do we need supplements or not. They don't want us to take supplements. They want to ban all supplements. They don't want organic produce. They want genetically engineered produce. In fact, they've got Michael Taylor, former lawyer, top lawyer from Monsanto, who heads the uh, food safety division of the FDA. And so when you look at the FDA, it has been formidable. So when we try to get a story out against dangerous vaccines that I just talked about today, fraudulent vaccines, killing people with Vioxx, knowing that it was a dangerous drug and would kill people, instead of the Justice Department coming in and, and, and doing what it should do and bring criminal indictments against them with jail sentences, if found guilty, it's a misdemeanor. They, pay, they paid $7.5 billion in fines, just GlaxoSmithKline alone. Merck has paid over $6 billion, and they get misdemeanor fines based upon criminal penalties, no one's reputation is adversely affected, no one goes to jail, everything continues as a cost doing business, the same for Wall Street firms, and supporting them, protecting them, protecting the entire medical industrial complex is the FDA. So I did this documentary called The War on Health, and it's gone viral. Just even this morning, I was just told that we had 11.2 million visits today on our, our network, and and uh, about 11 million people have taken a look at Gary Nall TV to see what's going on with this film. In any case, in the film, we actually expose why the FDA should be completely deconstructed, totally. Why the former people and current people should be put in on trial for crimes against humanity. Why, in effect, it's operating like a criminal organization. Why it's got uh, whistleblowers and what these whistleblowers are saying. And no one, not even the New York Times, is saying, well, hold on, what is this whistleblower saying? What actually is the, what, what, what did they see and know that was against, uh, against our well-being as a society? No one's asking these questions. Well, hey, we did it. It's there. And now they've been caught. Finally, 
the FDA was caught, caught red-handed, taking emails, 80,000 private emails between whistleblowers, researchers, journalists, uh, lawyers, and looking through them with a private contractor to see what kind of damage could be likely to happen and how they could harass, intimidate, uh, uh, get uh, get one of their private black op- operators on the case. And that's where we're at now. I believe that this is the current Watergate. And I believe we're at the very beginning. I believe that we're going to see that none of this could have happened without the commissioner of the FDA and the higher-ups knowing it, and because the FDA falls under the guidance uh, and, the, uh, and the, um, the supervision of the national uh, the, uh, Health and Human Services, and that's a cabinet position, that that would have been discussed by people within the cabinet, which meant it could go clear to the President of the United States. So I'm asking today for federal prosecution investigation into crimes against humanity based upon illegalities, and I want to see this go clear to the White House, wherever it leads. And unlike before, well, let's forgive every crime committed, no matter how horrendous in the past. No. You commit a crime, do the time. I'd like to see everyone in Washington has committed a crime. You would, you would have empty streets. You could, film a, you could film a film there and not see anyone walking the sidewalks if you put every criminal in Washington in prison. So that's, that's where I'm at. Now, tell me where you stand on this. And if I'm off base here... Correct me. I'm happy to be corrected any time I step over a line. Steve? Well, thank you, Gary. And I'd like to say that, you know, we are also calling for major investigations and accountability on what we've discovered. And we have an action alert at whistleblowersradio.org. And we really, really need people to join in and start putting the pressure on. Your analogy to Watergate is spot on. First... But just so everyone knows, the listeners, we just like, in other words, when the Watergate people were breaking into the Watergate and stealing documents, we're able to do pretty much the same thing now. We have uncovered the trove of raw data related to an illegal spying campaign conducted by FDA against their own scientists and doctors who were whistleblowers. It's never before happened. A massive amount of documents that give us a window in. Like Watergate, they have an electronic version of the enemies list. A list of 21 doctors, scientists, journalists, a congressman, and members of congressional staff whom they identified as working together to, quote, defame, end quote, the FDA. What that meant was they were working together to file complaints documenting major patient safety issues that the FDA was either covering up or going along with industry to cause. So they have an enemies list. Then they were breaking into the private conversations of the whistleblowers and tracking them to who else they were talking to. They went into their private Gmails that were passcode protected. They, looks, the evidence now shows that whatever spyware they had allowed them to migrate from a government laptop into privately owned uh, computer equipment. They were doing it at people's homes. So this monitoring, which was illegal, is now coming to light, and it's clear 
that it targeted scientists and doctors who were raising major public health and safety issues concerning misconduct at FDA. That's why it's so important for the public now to weigh in on this. We need public support. We need to mobilize. We need to have letters to senators, congressmen, Obama, to the Justice Department, etc., to know that the public is concerned both about the safety issues the whistleblowers were exposing and illegal, warrantless surveillance of whistleblowers. This is terrific. We're going to keep on this because I believe that behind all this, we're going to uncover in time, in discovery, and depositions, we will discover that the pharmaceutical industry had its dirty hands all over this because historically they're the ones who get these quackbusters and others. Because if, if you, Steve, if you were to have anything on you on, on Wikipedia and you tried to change it to correct it, instantly it would be corrected back. So they, they, they control, the pharmaceutical industry controls the little septic tank of uh, Wikipedia. And we're doing an expose on them. Uh, but this time they've gotten caught. And well, it's and, rare and I that wanna, they get caught. I want to add to that, Gary, that we, we now know through documentation that General Electric was pushed for the first round of surveillance. And we know that other companies would clearly be involved because it was their products that the whistleblowers were contesting. There also seems to be involvement by hedge funds and people who would invest money into getting a device approved, have millions or billions at stake in that approval process, and then assert pressure. So we're beginning to open that up. And I say we do have a letter from General Electric's attorneys to the managers at FDA urging that they go after these scientists. Well, that is, a, that is a crime. That is a felony. We intend to pursue this. We want you to pursue it. We're, we're, we're getting behind you, Steve, because you're the lawyer. You're the one who's brought the most lawsuits. You've won the most lawsuits on the behalf of whistleblowers. You're not afraid, like Jonathan Emore. Do you know Jonathan? I, I do not. Okay, he is in the film uh, War on Health, and he has won seven out of seven cases against the FDA. He's tough, and I know you're tough, so you're gonna, we're going to be behind you on this. And by the way, here's two things that I just came up with because we're starting a major investigation on our own. Now, for, let's say this administration says, well, we didn't know any of this. Sorry, Fox News, January 2009, FDA scientists complained to Obama of, quote, corruption. Let me quote this. In an unusually blunt letter, a group of federal scientists complained to the Obama transition team of widespread managerial misconduct in the Division of the Food and Drug Administration. Quote, the purpose of this letter is to inform you that the scientific review process for medical devices at the FDA has been corrupted and distorted by current FDA managers, thereby placing the American public at risk, end quote. Now, that went directly to President, uh, then uh, to be, and then Obama. So on the one hand, they warned Obama. They warned him and, and Ron Emanuel and his whole cabinet. Everyone in the White House knew there was corruption at the FDA. They did nothing to stop it. So that's, that's something that's important you have, yeah. Steve. And, and Gary, let me just now just add to that and everything you said is absolutely accurate, is these are the same scientists who signed that letter who were then the subject of the targeted 
surveillance. There's a direct connection. When initially nine doctors and scientists, many with international reputations, the leaders in their fields, uh, they stepped forward and raised these type of allegations against the FDA. And they have materials and, and all of the evidence to prove it. You can see how scared those managers were. So instead of addressing any of the issues, they initiated one of the most vicious, retaliatory campaigns I have seen in 30 years of representing whistleblowers, because they stole all of their private information. They got into their passcodes. They clearly were looking for embarrassing documents because they were getting screenshots where they, like if you put a photo up on your, on your computer, but you didn't save it, they could they'd capture that photo. So they wanted to see if like any of these whistleblowers had embarrassing images on their computers anything embarrassing. So when you have a government agency using all of the power of the government and those uh, investigatory resources to try to find dirt on people, to blackmail them, to embarrass them, to fire them, they made two criminal referrals, both fell flat on their face. But when they engage in this type of retaliatory conduct over a prolonged period of time, I know one thing. They were afraid of those whistleblowers. They wanted to make sure no one else in the FDA would ever do what these nine scientists and doctors did. They wanted to create a chilling effect. And the way they did it was they went way over the top in an investigation and retaliatory actions. Remember, five were fired, uh, none of them based upon any misconduct. They never proved any leaks of information. But it was such a vicious campaign designed to scare the employees of FDA into silence. And it's a, we're going to fight as absolutely hard as we can to turn this around. But as I say, I can't, uh, you know, we need public support. We give need us your website public so, support. Steve, give us your website so this audience can get on board to help. Sure, it's whistleblowerswithans.org. Or you can also go to whistleblowersradio.org, and that's where we're going to have our show that's following yours, Gary, uh, Honesty Without Fear, where we'll continue this dialogue. So you're listening to Steve Kahn. We're going to say goodbye for now, and please stay with us because the Whistleblower Hour is starting right now on the Progressive Radio Network. 